Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's go. This is the Chase in the Frame podcast, where we interview people in the TV and film industry, talking about their journey, how they got to where they are today. We do this podcast for the frame chasers. This is for those in the film industry, going hard, let them know who we are. Frame chasers, we're, we're not chasing the fame, no, no. Tell them what we do, we're chasing the frame. This is the Chase in the Frame podcast with your host, John DeMarco. Let's go! What up, Frame Chasers? It's Wednesday, and you already know what it is. A new episode of Chasing the Frame. Today is episode 82. Can you believe it? 82 episodes, and we're still here. Uh, we have Eduardo Robinson today. Eduardo, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, John. If you just want to turn the mic actually a little bit more oh, towards you, go. that'd be awesome. Thank there we go. How's that? That's perfect. Thank All you so much. And Eduardo, by the way, you are an actor, casting director, and producer. Am I missing anything else? Uh, you know, I'm an all-around good guy, okay. John DeMarco. <laughs> <laughs> Very full. Call me by my whole name. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but before we get into this show, let's let's do some housekeeping because that's always important because we have bills that no one wants to pay us for. So first off, we have to thank our affiliate partners, Artlist.io. Honestly, the best music licensing platform for any type of content creator out there. Thousands of new songs every day on unlimited downloads, which is always a plus, especially when you're trying to find music for any type of project out there. It's always the hardest part. Artlist.io makes it easy and simple. Guys, if you join our affiliate link today, that's in the description below in our YouTube videos, then you will get one year and two extra months free. So check it out and join Artlist.io, inspiring music licensing platform created by filmmakers for filmmakers. Second, guys, we have merch free at teespring.com slash stores slash chasing dash the dash frame. Not only are we selling shirts, but we're selling hashtag frame chaser mask for $10. Honestly, it's a very comfy cloth mask and super stylish, and you let people know that you're a frame chaser on set. Third, guys, production apparel. Check them out. We have an affiliate with them as well uh, that's in the uh, description as well on our YouTube videos and that has awesome shirts for productions like my favorite is Run BNC uh, and then they also have rap gifts for if you're trying to do something nice for your uh, crew or cast you have rap gifts there um, and then fourth it's time for that time for the show when I ask for donations to the Church of the Frame three ways to donate paypal.me slash ctf podcast one time donation two patreon five dollar membership month which is allows you early access to audio and visual content a week before it airs and third, in our description below on our YouTube, excuse me, uh, we have links to our cryptocurrencies that are linked to our trust wallet. So you can send us Bitcoin, Ethereum, XRP, if that's still allowed to be traded, uh, Litecoin, 
Cardano, Dai, USDC, you name it, it's it's probably in there. So check it out. You can send us that to our trust wallet. And last but not least, guys, please like our Facebook play, uh, please like our Facebook page as well as subscribe to our YouTube page. So let's get ready. Who's ready to chase frames? Eduardo, first question I ask everyone on the show, man. All right. Where are you from originally? Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're breaking bad territory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't all methed out as <laughs> as the show would depict, you know. It was, it was a little better than that, but that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I never been I always wanted to go to New Mexico. I heard it's really nice. It it's uh got some really nice landscapes and stuff like that. I've yeah, heard. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Beautiful culture. Okay. Oh man, I, now I wanna go. Uh <laughs> goddamn not travel. And uh, the food. If you if you oh, yeah. the food, John, I'm telling I, you, I love food. That's where it's at. I don't know if you've seen my gut. I, 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 I ain't going to judge you. <laughs> I do love food. Uh, second, guys, uh, second, Eduardo, um, what was that movie, TV show, uh, actor, director, that con- that you know, creative spark that spoke to you and said, I want to do this? You know, uh, for me, it was um, Don Cheadle. You know, being a, a black actor, mm-hmm. you don't really see a lot of uh, representation. Yeah. So, um Seeing him in like Hotel Rwanda, yeah, you know, especially being as dark as he was, mm. really is what motivated me to just okay. take the leap. So was it Hotel uh, Rwanda that got you, like the movie that set you off too? Yeah, it was Hotel. Nice. Rwanda. I I never saw that. The I think like I know Don Chiu more for Boogie Nights personally. Oh yeah, that, that was a good one, which is too. great. Yeah, 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 yeah that was <laughs> like, good one. What was it? He was Buck, right? That's his character name. Yeah, that was. Oh my god, yeah, it's good. <laughs> good movie. That's yeah. a really good movie. I, I you know for me like. Until recently, I think because of Marvel movies, Don Don Cheadle was always a that guy for me. Like I never knew who he was, but I've seen him and I liked his stuff. Okay. And like even when I played the movie game with my friends, like I'm like who the hell's Don Cheadle? They throw out my friend would throw out Ocean, someone would throw out Ocean's Eleven, and then someone would say Don Cheadle. I'm like, who? Yeah, man. <laughs> like, he's like favorite actor's favorite yeah, actor. The guy yeah, that you he's don't know. Really good actor. Really um, like so, Hotel Rwanda comes out, and, and so. Is that when you start wanting to go to classes, or was this a push to be an actor before then? What was? So I've always had the desire. It was like back in high school when I took my first drama class. Okay, yeah. You know, um, but I was like a three-sport letterman. And oh, okay. What sports did you play? Football, basketball, track and field. Okay, yeah. So, you know, I was the jock, and it yeah. really wasn't like conducive to be mm. with the drama kids. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it, I didn't really <laughs> commit then. And, yeah. Moving here to Vegas is really when I took the professional mm-hmm. type of commitment. Yeah, um, and it it's been it's been a journey. I mean, yeah. it's it's been a, a lot of people accepting my growth and supporting my movement. So, mm-hmm. when did you move to Vegas? About six years ago. Okay, you're I'm, I'm eight, so we're kind of close buddies. Okay. About when we moved together. Okay, uh, that's <laughs> awesome. So, what made you move to Vegas, though? So, um, I was an air traffic controller. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. You have to tell me about this job. I, I, is, <laughs> is that like the one of the most stress? I heard it's like one of the most stressful jobs besides dentistry. It's funny because um, you, in an eight-hour shift, you might work yeah. maybe four, six hours worth of traffic. Really? But those four to six hours yeah. are so intense that you think you've worked 12 hours shift. It's, it's, wow. it's really is as stressful as they say, especially if you're not good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I was 
particularly good. So I, you know, I didn't stress as much. Yeah. But you know, you get a lot of traffic and throw in some weather. It's how's intense. It, like so as an air, I mean, I have so many questions. I never met an air traffic control person as well. So this is like all new to me. Yeah. So like you have like it's all pinpointing right like like where to go. How do you coordinate all that shit? Like I feel like that like it just explain this more to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> screw this podcast. It's all about air traffic. I know, control. right? It's about air traffic control. <laughs> oh, can I say? Yeah, you can, you can okay, say whatever cool, you want. Cool, you can say what, yeah, whatever okay, the fuck cool. you want. So cool. So um, you know, it's it's a demanding profession. You have to learn a lot of uh, like lat longs and radials. And yeah. How to communicate uh, with pilots? You yeah. Know, it, it takes about a, a year to two years to complete the yeah. training just to be free to control on your own. Wow. Holy so it was demanding. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, I completed all of that. Uh, my mother-in-law fell ill, mm -hmm. and she lived here in yeah. Vegas when I was in Albuquerque. Yeah. So we moved here to take care of her. Okay. Oh my god, that's great! Oh my god, the air traffic control things still like, wow! Like, yeah, it's, it's mind blowing. Is your mom? Is your mother-in-law okay now? Yeah, she's okay. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Um, and I'm divorced now. So oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Oh, sorry. oh, oh that's all. <laughs> this made it awkward. <laughs> well, I still then. love her to death. Still love her. She's still good people. Also, like, did you like how? Also, like, I have to ask, like, what made you want to become an air traffic control person? Like, I feel like I never really meet someone who goes. I want to be an air traffic control person. Like, you know, John DeMarco, it was the money. Okay. It was uh, the you know money. what? That's, that's a good answer. I'll Be accept honest. that answer. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and also going back to high school real quick, you were three, you said three star. Three sport letterman. Three sport letterman. Yeah. And you said you didn't want to do, you want to do it, but it was just the. the you know, the, the peer pressure. You the know, peer pressure. The time, and like at know, the time too, it's like you don't. At, when you probably went to high school and I kind of, it was not towards, I mean, I'm kind of like, I'm not trying to make you sound old or anything like that, yeah, but yeah. not trying to be rude. But like, I think during that time, cause it's like you see in movies and stuff like that where the jock or the person who was the sports star would never really be in the theater. And that was kind of like the, right. You know, the, the mindset I think back then now it's kind of more open about it as well. Too. Well, you know, it, I wish at the time, I wish I could go back and tell my young self that it really doesn't matter yeah. what other people think. Yeah. You know, just do what you're passionate mm -hmm. about. And, you know, I would have made waves yeah. a long time ago yeah. in the film industry had I committed to that. Um, but, you know, when you're impressionable, especially high school, it's such a mm. confusing time. Yeah, you it know, is. you're trying to adapt. And, you know, my friends uh, were, were quite <laughs> critical. <laughs> So, <laughs> you know, I just fell in line <laughs> instead of taking their ridicule. You know, I was just like, you know, cool. Let's. You you, you could have got them on the like. Listen, this is an extracurricular for a college. I'm I'm gonna get into a better college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Just> you day. <laughs> uh, all right. So when going back now to at po air traffic control, moving to Vegas, and then the bug of acting comes around. So, what made you want to aim for that? Because it. How did you how did you get back into it? Because obviously Hotel Rwanda, right? right. So, did you see Hotel Rwanda like in, when you moved to Vegas, or was it? obviously Hotel Rwanda came out a while back. So 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 funny story. Yeah. This is how it all felt. This is okay. all it fell in place. So um, I had a medical emergency and lost my my clearance to be able to control traffic. Oh shit! Okay. So I'm panicking. Like, what am I yeah. gonna do now? My career is falling apart. I um, meet this woman who mm. was an investment banker. And end up starting this uh, IR firm. I become a partner, yeah. right? And so when you're talking about Bitcoin and all of yeah. the, the altcoins, you know, yeah, I'm, hey. I'm really well versed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's my thing. So, um, so I start, you know, trying to find ways to 
yeah reinvent myself i'm no longer this controller yeah but i you know i have two degrees so mm. um thankfully I, I was able to transition into being a statistical analyst for the faa that's what i do yeah now. so um I'm doing that and doing the investor relations and I'm thinking to myself, I'm really tired of yeah. working for other people. You yeah. know, what can I do? What am I really passionate about? Mm -hmm. Um, and in searching that truth, yeah, it brought me back to acting, yeah. you know, and, um, I just jumped in feet first. So what was the first acting role that you had then? My first role, uh, was with Christopher Stiles. Shout out to that brother, man. He's good people. Um, and it's funny because <clears throat> that's when I, do you know Mark Justice? Uh, I know of him. I haven't met him yet. Okay. Love so, to get him on the podcast. I've been trying to get him on the podcast. For he's a, a great guy. Yeah. Good, good friend. So um, that first role, I was competing with him for the league. Okay. Um, and he got it, but um, he really gave me some positive feedback and yeah. some, some good instruction, you know, that helped me to grow and we've been mm -hmm. friends ever since so now doing that going for that first role did you were you taking any classes before that first role or did you kind of oh, just yeah, really yeah, jump yeah. no no, you, no okay i um i started because i was like you really jumped in no. <laughs> <laughs> training training yeah. train. that's the first thing you know I, I spent about um two years just in classes just yeah. really developing my craft and understanding what mm -hmm. casting directors are looking for yeah. and how to just communicate through film so yeah now did you bring did any of the uh background of you know traffic control and stuff like that did that come into play like anything that you brought from that to bring into acting as in like discipline wise absolutely yeah oh, discipline yeah. that's yeah. actually what i was going to speak to because i mean to be an air traffic controller yeah. it takes constant study you mm -hmm. know you have to really uh commit yourself fully in in uh understanding and, and absorbing all of the information mm -hmm. and acting um requires that same level of, of discipline yeah you know because um if especially if you want um these higher level roles yeah. um with bigger name directors you know th they have to be able to trust that you're going to be able to deliver and and give a strong performance mm -hmm. you know when they when they call on you and the only way that you're really going to be capable of doing that is is refining your craft and ensuring that you know what you're doing so. yeah definitely what what techniques uh did you learn did you and do you still use those techniques or do you go with different acting styles because like, i know there's many acting styles yeah, out yeah. there yeah definitely um i was uh trained in in the meisner technique okay yeah um and that's usually what i draw from mm -hmm. um I, there's different you know yeah there's things a whole bunch you learn yeah. along the way you know uh, just to keep yourself calm and and stay in the moment different techniques but um my foundation is in meisner mm -hmm. and it, it's worked up worked this far yeah so right I stick with it <laughs> so going and now going back to that first casting with mark what was the positive things that he told you if you'd like to share those oh man so um the most important thing he told me man yeah. was about eye lines yeah so um at the time it, it was like i didn't really hold my eye line because i felt like i was just like staring someone yeah. down you know yeah. what i'm saying and he's like that's it's all in the eyes so yeah. if you look away from the camera and you're not committed to that type of communication it's not going to translate well i so i line like uh, you know just the way let me just explain this uh, so i line the if we're looking at the camera right mm -hmm. it's about you looking at me right or the 
how explain a little bit more on the eyeline so, thing. So so um <clears throat> depending on whatever your focus is as yeah. as that character, right? If it's the other actor mm-hmm. or if um you're looking at yeah, look, something at the computer, anything, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever the focus is, mm-hmm. don't break focus with it. Gotcha. And then because when you think about it, like we're talking right now, yeah, and we're looking at each other, yeah. right? Because that's genuine. Yeah. If we're on camera and you're talking to me and I'm looking over there or yeah. I'm looking down, it's not authentic. Yeah. So it, that was something okay. that I had to learn. So just keeping the genuine idea of like you know you're always talking to someone in that regard, right? Right. Right. And always being yeah. authentic. Yeah. Okay. So then after that, you what was this? What was the next thing you did? So after that, it was. Uh, it was a dry season. <laughs> uh, it happens. You know, I yeah. had to really um, not take it personal. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of rejection in this business. Yeah. You know, so it, it took a while. But um, after that, it came to um, the People's Camp, Bobby and Renee Peoples. And they okay. showed me love. Um, I've done maybe four or five films with them. Yeah, I, I know you did. Um, I've seen the words. I wrote these down. So Dark Secrets is one of them, right? Dark Secrets, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the first one. And then uh, I know Unchosen. And then I know the de- was the deal technically the people's or they shot. Was that? The deal. Um, the deal, the deal, the deal. The deal was Rose, right? Or yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The people shot it. They shot it. She okay. wrote it. Yeah. So Rose is like. A godsend. I love that yeah. girl. That's like my sister. And, and we've been uh, collaborating mm. ever since I worked with her on Unchosen. Okay. And it's funny um, because I was getting typecast in all of these gangster roles, yeah. right? And um, so I'm I'm on a, on the set of Unchosen and yeah. I have Rose at gunpoint. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I want to do something a little more softer with yeah. my acting. <laughs> <laughs> is it me or is it, am I playing the same role here? It's just the repetitiveness. So she's like, you know, well, let's work on it. Let's yeah. see what we can do. And then the, she came up with the deal. Okay. And that was my first opportunity to venture out of that, that type yeah. ass role. But, okay. But going back, let's say to your first role, uh-huh. actual acting role, what was it like being on set for the first time for you? Um, it was it was a new experience, and you know what I it comes to mind because mm-hmm. it was a background role. It, it was uh, with Hassani Johnson and Takeout Girl. Yeah, have it written down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the first one. <laughs> yeah. So um, <clears throat> Hassani is real supportive, and yeah. you know he knows the business and what yeah. he's doing, what he's looking for, and he made it really easy for me to adapt. Mm-hmm. Um, on set. You know, you have a, a propensity to want to, you know, have fun and, yeah. you know, just enjoy the time. Yeah. But you have to remember it's a business and there's yeah. a seriousness with it. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, even as a, as an extra, <laughs> you know, I was like focused, like, you know, yeah. a little rigid. And he was like, you know, just calm down, be cool. And <laughs> just have fun, you know. So. so many things are going through your head. You're probably like, I don't want to screw up, A. I don't want to like, you know, me- like miss my marks or anything of that right, nature. Right. Even though you're, you're a background person, you're probably like so like the nerves are probably at, you, at the moment because you're just so excited to be on set, but you're yeah. also so nervous not to fuck up Start properly. Fuck it yeah. Up. yeah, 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 yeah. You don't <laughs> want to distract from the film. That's the worst. That's yeah. The worst. And then yeah. and that's some of the background extras in general where they're like, yeah. like you always know that person. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, you stand out. Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst they thing. They stand out. <laughs> or <laughs> like when they uh, have like sometimes they're filming stuff and like there's an un- a passerby who's not actually in the film and you see their reaction and they can't cut it out. And, and it's like, Oh, it's just so funny. Like, it it's just so funny to see, like, the one... Like, I think I saw one recently where a woman's like, 
<laughs> just turns her head. Like. Yeah, it's a, it's an awful thing. You want to be remembered for the right things, <laughs> the definitely right not the things. wrong. Well, but it was funny because you get remembered for the wrong things, you'll stick with everyone forever yeah. half the time, which is weird. It's right? a weird, yeah, it's weird how it works. <laughs> like, yeah. Look at Tommy Wiseau. Like that room that sucks. It shouldn't be memorialized, but it is. Like <laughs> the negative things. Yeah, it's it's so funny. It's a terrible thing. So talk about dark secrets. Then it was your first lead role i guess in that yeah. regard so what was that like being a, a lead and working with the peoples how was that like you know it's intense once you once you land a lead role mm -hmm. there's the expectations are higher right? yeah you know <clears throat> so but you're also a you know a three-star athlete as well you yeah, should you should, you should kind of like <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i'm prepared for yeah. you know for the pressure i mean yeah. air traffic control yeah, you, i'm, you, I'm you, used to you the should pressure. be you should be cool as a cucumber man yeah, exactly <laughs> so uh, you know i think that's really why um bobby and renee trusted me with the yeah. role and i i, I really have a, a lot of respect for them because mm -hmm. um not only did they offer me that first lead role yeah. but we've built this rapport in this in this family type relationship mm -hmm. moving forward that's really been conducive to my success so yeah hats off to them but um dark secrets was uh a commitment i mean you you're actually yeah memorizing lots of lines yeah. of script that it's not was background anymore yeah, <laughs> it's, it's real you yeah. know so they really were supportive and, yeah and it worked out so it was how, how did you prepare for that role like were you you know i, I know some people like like to you know record themselves and then listen to it when they sleep like were you were you that person uh, you know I've, i have a lot of support yeah you know i've made a lot of friends here in yeah. vegas so i was able to you know use readers socorro mm. jones in particular yeah. she helped me out a lot okay. with that role you know so bouncing off you know character development mm. ideas and a lot of memorization yeah. i mean to be an actor isn't just reciting lines no, you know? no, no you have to really be able to convey that emotion yeah so. <laughs> especially like it's the emotion memorizing and then bring in those you know movements as well because right, again right. those little ticks because you have to really develop your character as well as an actor there's only so much the script gives you right absolutely. and then you have to fucking find it in your actor as well or in not your actor in your character in as your well character, yeah, yeah absolutely so you do dark secrets then unchosen's next unchosen's next yeah and, um i didn't have to stray too far <laughs> <laughs> to uh, adapt to that role, you know, like same I told, character technically, you know, a little, little gangster, you know. So um, that that was cool, you yeah. know. Um, I like to wear suits, yeah. So uh, you're going for like the I felt like the Reservoir Dogs look in that, yeah, film. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I have to ask a question, and I'm not trying to be rude, but what was that accent? I couldn't really tell. What was I that was my West Indian accent. Uh, okay, <laughs> I was like, is it Jamaican? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my people are from the islands, yeah. from the Caribbean, so <laughs> it was an opportunity to play a little yeah. bit. So. Hey, that's cool, man. I, at least I know now because I was like, wait, what? Where is that? Yeah, where is that dialect <laughs> from? I can't really tell. Like, Yaman, Yaman, understand. So you did. Oh yeah, unchosen. What was uh? Well, being objective was another one I saw. What was that one? That was um Was that a people's one too? That is a people's one. That was uh, <laughs> excuse me, that was bless um, you. a pr I was a, a principal. Oh, okay. And you know, at the at the time that we did that the climate, you know, the yeah. racial climate in the in the US was just really palpable and we were um It's still kind of palpable. Yeah, it's still kind of palpable, yeah, to be like, honest. It's like you're, you're on a simmer, not even a boil like that. Oh, oh my god, the last uh, those last few months, man. Yeah. We're just on a boil. 
it's it's, <laughs> it's been intense, you yeah. know, and, and they wanted to touch on the atmosphere, you yeah. know. So that was um, a socially conscious mm. type film that I was really honored yeah. to get an opportunity to take the, the role in. And you didn't play the same role. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually a, a good person. It was nice. I didn't have to kill anyone. It was a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> you, just, you just, you see like, hey, you're playing the principal. Wait, is the principal a good guy or a bad guy? Is like Tom Berenger's the substitute, like substitute type Yeah, thing? no, right. You're and you're like asking all these questions and then you're like, no, you're just a good person. You're just like, it's like the Willie Mays Hayes thing from Major League. You just like walk out of the room and you start dancing and like fucking like happy exactly, as shit. Exactly, like, exactly. Ah. Like, I don't, you know, because you, it, it's hard not to get typecast in this business, you know, especially yeah. a black actor. It's, it's, that's true. I mean, well, I, I, I mean, I hope, I think it seems like there's more roles now that not get typecast yeah, as a, yeah. uh, as a black actor as well. So I don't, I mean, not, Maybe it's not. I don't know if it's. If I'm. I. I think I'm right. I. I could be wrong. Maybe. Maybe I'm not. Am I right here? You but, sound right to all right, me. All right. Sound right. All right. Let's You're on sure. point. All right. Because I mean, like you know, like there's a. I wanted to watch it last night. That new Malcolm and Margaret, I think it's called. Or, oh, Malcolm and uh, uh, Marie. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw it briefly on Netflix. I went to watch Hook instead, so I will probably watch that tonight. Uh, Do that. You know, uh, that's Denzel's it, yeah, son. Yeah, John. Uh, yeah. I liked him in uh, Black Landsman. That was yeah. the first time I saw him. Really good. Yeah, really and good. I, I heard he was in Ballers also. I think. Yeah, that's my show. That's that, where I saw oh, yeah? him first. Was I, I never watched Ballers. I, could, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just. Get, I think I had no interest in it, but now that I have HBO Max, I might. Yeah, take advantage. You know, Rock's pretty good. You know, I like The Rock. I won't know, lie. Yeah, you know, I, so you know, it's worth a shot. The Rock has had its like, you know, his like Be Cool was all right, and like all those movies. And then like he's gotten better since Fast Five. I think <laughs> I've appreciate The Rock more in movies. That since, eyebrow raise. That, yeah, <laughs> the Brahma Bull. <laughs> did you Did you see Did you see? <laughs> it's gonna be a side note. Did you see uh, Hobbs and Shaw? By the way, I haven't seen that. Is oh, that Is that him and Kevin Hart? Uh, no, it's him and uh, Jason Statham. It, okay, it's yeah, no. it's uh, the the spinoff of Fast and Furious, Ooh. where there are two characters, Hobbs and Shaw, are like now fighting Idris Elba as a as a bad Idris Elba is the bad guy. Okay, no, yeah. I haven't seen it, but there's some names. It's yeah, it's it's a it's it's. It's a popcorn flick. It's okay, not, yeah. a spinoff of all of all yeah of, of all eight Fast and Furious. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and there's gonna be ten. Oh my god! Just going on the Fast and Furious tangent real quick. <laughs> there's supposed to be ten, but have you ever have you been to Universal Studios at all? I haven't. Okay, now I don't know how it is in uh, in Hollywood because I haven't really done because I heard it's a part of the studio tour. But there's a Fast and Furious fucking ride okay. in Universal Orlando. Okay. That is the worst fucking ride of oh, all time. It is it is so short. <laughs> it is so bad. Me and my fiance joked about saying familiar the whole time because that is basically what all they say in the fucking like movies all the time. My familiar. Familiar, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they actually, I had it. I was saying it so much that we found a fucking lanyard that said me familiar uh-huh. on the thing. I was like, I should just buy this for myself, but I didn't want to like have that, that, that fucking pain in my ass on the side like That's the whole time. Hilarious. Yeah. <sighs> but so you ruined it for me, John. I, I didn't ruin it for you. I saved you a line All to right. go on. Okay, like it's it. it's it's a it's a you're welcome. It's a, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank me. <laughs> Thank me. Like the, the I recommend the Kong ride better. It's the same style but longer. All right, I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> so after being objective, which you play a new a principal, you have a new lease on life in a sense. It sounds like so you do the deal. So the deal is the deal. Uh, so that was a. Uh, a thriller where uh, Rose and I actually yeah. were like uh, a couple. Yeah. And 
she got kidnapped and you know so i got to play the hero mm. even had a fight scene yeah. lots of stunt coordination shout yeah. out to my man alan woodman yeah you know that was an exciting role um i actually used a real dagger oh um dangerous here it was a little dangerous <laughs> you know but um my man ben Zaricki, man he's a good guy so. yeah what was it like doing that uh, stunt coordinating for the first time? Or not stunt, not you doing stunt coordinating, but you doing stunts doing and stunts. like practicing and like doing all that stuff. Like, is it is it like how many were you doing months of uh, practicing, weeks of practicing, a couple of days of practicing? So I, I train regularly mm-hmm. in um, mixed martial arts. Okay, so yeah. it was you know just really adapting to slowing it down for the camera. I think that was the most uh, challenging aspect yeah. of the training was knowing that a punch should go like a to b in the line yeah rather than out in close towards the face of a a to b like in the sense of like if this like is like a, a, fa- str- so like a straight line. like this way right exactly okay so like exactly. yeah instead of like around you just go that. okay cool yeah 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 fascinating um and then on the deal also was that is that gonna be a longer film at one time or is this just a short that you're gonna keep it short do you have any, any plans you know of you know those were shorts and and yeah. that's you know the people's knew i needed film footage. yeah i needed a reel so yeah. they were like let's knock out some short films for you okay get smart some move. yeah yeah you know and then get you moving yeah, yeah, so. yeah nice and then after the deal i see it said on i, I looked at the imdb real quick just to get an idea of what you're doing nice. pancat 20 you're working out yeah I, I, I have to do that now with people because i don't know everyone anymore I'm saying, as much time as i spent building that <laughs> yeah. i appreciate you looking you're, you're welcome <laughs> uh i saw pancat 20 are you still are you guys still working on that so that's in uh, post. Um, yeah, that's Isaiah Kane. Oh, it's in post already. <clears throat> yeah, so we okay. finished that. Uh, that was last. Maybe it was December. We finished yeah. that. That's um, really just like a a cameo. Oh, okay, you know? nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Okay, it was cool. You know, um, but Isaiah, really creative guy. I wish him all the best. He deserves the shot. So. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after Pancat 20, you had Cupcake. I saw Cupcake. 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 My talk man, about, Chris Nation. Talk about Cupcake. <laughs> you know, um, that's my first comedic role. Okay. So that's... Uh, Look at you. you. You branched out. I'm trying to branch out. Yeah. As soon <laughs> as I had go. the opportunity, yeah. I just ran with it. So, uh, But no, Christopher Nation, yeah. that, you know, he's a really good guy. We have um, were able to work together to... Secure some locations. That I, yeah, I, I think he gave me a a producer credit or. Okay, you wow, holy yeah, shit! You know, you know, just networking. <laughs> networking. There Shout you out go. to MJ Rosario. <laughs> I appreciate you letting us use your yeah. grandfather's office. That was dope. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, doing a comedic role. Now, I love comedies. Yeah. Now, how? What was it like? Did you did you kind of like go? Let me research some comedies and figure out what the the. The way this comedy's gonna be, how how was it for you doing a comedic role? I was just talking shit. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just let it go. You, you watch a lot of curbing your enthusiasm. It sounds like. <laughs> well, you know, Dave Chappelle, man. Okay, yeah. You know he he's just so free with his act with yeah. his uh, comedy that I was like, you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. You yeah. know, like I'm not gonna think too much about it. And um, so was it improvised then, technically in a sense? Yeah. It, okay. it was. It was mostly improvised. Yeah. I, I was just. Um, saying a few jokes you know yeah. and um uh it was cool like uh amy trujillo she's the yeah. lead and um 
so I just got to insult her for a few minutes. <laughs> wow. It was funny. And, <laughs> now, and it worked. Now, I have to ask a question. Being improvis- improvisist, if that's the wrong term and the right term, I don't know what the fuck it is, but were you going like, all right, here's one. Wait, I got another one. Then after you've done all your takes, you go home, you're driving home, and you're like, well, fuck, I could have said this, 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 and this. That's how it always <laughs> yeah. works out, right? Yeah. Hindsight Every scenario. Yeah, <laughs> Every I'm like, scenario. I should have said it. You know. <laughs> The arguments with my ex-wife i'm like i, sh- I should have said god damn it <laughs> but anyway yeah it was um it was a process but it's yeah. funny once once you find that joke that lands yeah you're saying it over and yeah. over you know because they have to get the different angles and yeah then, and then i'm like this isn't as funny anymore yeah. but i thought when you said that too i thought you were saying like you say it over and over in the movie I'm like wait wait there's a rule of, there's a rule of three in comedy you don't yeah, no, do no, no, the, no. you don't do the joke more than three times <laughs> anyone knows that <laughs> <laughs> just for the shot yeah man but chris was was a pleasure to work with yeah. his whole team that was really cool and that that comes out hopefully soon right because i've seen the yeah. trailers and stuff like that right i'm like chris release that film chris when you listen to this this will be this will be out probably if this is episode 82 and we're in i was in june july in the 70s maybe september-ish it sounds like when this will come out so if chris doesn't have this movie out by, by september then, yeah, we go have a problem uh, come on come on this is long enough <laughs> and and I saw something called The Amazing Jane Nicole, which is a TV series. So how'd you, how'd you land on that one? Um, that was an audition that I did, self-tape. Thank mm-hmm. you, Socorro Jones. She's like my yeah. secret weapon and whenever I need to do these Your auditions. secret agent, maybe? <laughs> that too. <laughs> but um, Janae Gamble, she's um, really a talented um Actress oh, and I think I know what you're talking about because my friend Lamar, Lamar was that Lamar Bell who worked on that? Yeah, deal? Lamar Bell. Yeah, I love, yeah, yeah, Lamar yeah. is my dog. Whole Lamar, team, yeah, yeah, Lamar uh, Jamie, Lamar, right? Lamar Jamie. Um, yeah, I'm working with them next week actually. Uh, and what's the other cat's name? Uh, uh, Mario? No, Drew. Drew. Drew yes, yeah, Drew. Drew. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good guys. Yeah, good they're guys. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. Um, and that uh, instance, I was a love interest in that role. And yeah. <laughs> I helped some girl get her green card. Like I, I married her. <laughs> I married her so she could get a green card. That was funny. So yeah, you know it's you just another, adapt. Another comedy role. It sounds another like little comedy nice, role. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, which what out of all the roles you've done so far? Now I'm not saying like name the film. I'm saying name the role in the sense of the genre. Mm-hmm. What have you liked the most? <sighs> so, if I had to choose one, yeah. I, I really enjoyed. Um, Unchosen because okay. I, I had the opportunity to. You didn't speak have to name the accent. movie. You, know? oh, <laughs> you, you could have just said the genre. Right. I was trying. I was trying not to make anyone. <laughs> I'm leaving that in now. <laughs> yeah, I got to. I got to speak in in my West Indian accent. You know, so I loved it. It was like being home. So that was yeah. cool. Um, but I have this new film coming out. Yeah. Called Forever. That um, oh yeah, I, I had that written down also. Okay, yeah. So um, I'm co-producer with Rose okay. on that. Yeah, one, and our director is uh, James, Mr. Child Todd. Okay, yeah. So um, I think this is going to be my new favorite. The storyline mm-hmm. is real. What kind? Of, what kind of movie genre-wise is it? So it's like a paranormal. Okay, so you've hit now every game because I was going to ask you when when are you going to do the horror film? That was, my, that was my next yeah, thing. Now, you've read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about this is it's not like gory yeah. in the sense of horror, but um, it does have that par- paranormal mm. aspect to yeah. it. Yeah. 
That's always a plus. I mean, I like. I'm not a big gory fan. I guess I like. I don't, there's two types of horror movies I don't really like. It's like that torture porn they call it yeah. horror film, like Hostel and shit like that. Oh yeah. And then or Saw. Um, I had to like really get through those. And then um, what's the other one? Oh, fucking possession movies. That shit. You say, hey, we're gonna watch the possession. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna leave. Like, yeah, I'm not. You I'm, know, I'm not fucking with that shit. I don't like. I don't allow fear to dictate. Yeah. The decisions I make in life, so I don't like to be scared. Like, yeah. Well, that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. I, I'll be. I'm like, I don't want to see The Exorcist. Like, I haven't oh, watched The Exorcist. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, it's, what's funny is my daughters like they love. Yeah. Watching those type of movies, right? And um, I happened to walk in, and they were watching. Um, I think it's called The Nun. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm like, why would you want like that's just yeah. creepy. But like, I don't want to be scared like that. Yeah, so, that's just, I'm yeah. good on that. <laughs> I don't watch a slasher film. Like, I can get for behind real. that. Like, for real. So okay, so we talked about. Uh, I'll go back. I'm gonna circle back to forever and ask you a little bit. I think I'll ask you a little bit more. But Star Wars, you're doing a Star Wars thing, so you hit the sci-fi as well. I did. Um, that was. Is it? With, oh, you guys finished it already? Yeah. You oh, know, okay. I'm I'm under the impression that post production is where indie films go to die. That one was yeah. maybe like two, three years ago. Oh shit! Okay, so, so I'm hoping that'll eventually, yeah, come out. What was that like? Were you a sam? Were you a samurai? Were you a Jedi or a Sith? I was a um. I was like a councilman. Like we were yeah. like, there was like a council. Yeah, the Council of Jedi's. Yeah, and we were admonishing. In banishing uh, some guy for doing something wrong. I, oh. I forget the storyline. Sounds like you're not a Star Wars fan. <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm like, <"Dude." laughs> what? Don't judge me. So did you, did you didn't have a lightsaber fight at all? No, nah, but That's you know. fucking upsetting. I there is even... one in the film, though. Uh, I forget the girl's <laughs> name that played it. But she was really athletic, man. Yeah, and she—that—that's a really good film. I hope they get that done because they yeah. did a lot of good work in that. Well, I hope so too. Like I said, fucking all that shit where films die in post production. Post production. Or my favorite is too. We'll talk about this. In, I'll save it. I'll save it for the next half of the show when we, when we talk about the film community here. Right. Um, but back to forever. So you said paranormal romance movie. Yeah. So okay. um, it it. it focuses on how hauntings occur right mm-hmm. so it goes into um the story behind um this couple this this widower yeah. he loses his wife in a car accident yeah. and um there's this pill that allows him to visit the spirit world to see her yeah and the conflict is that the pill doesn't last so yeah um he wants to be with her forever mm-hmm. but there really isn't any other way Interesting. So, well, you didn't kill yourself, but you get a hell. <laughs> I didn't say, I, Rose. I did not disclose. <laughs> I'm very good at predicting shit. Like I can tell. You, like I've seen. Like, okay, you can tell I have a shit ton of movies. Yeah, I've, so you I've, know I know. I know it's coming. I'm not fucking. I'm, I'm not fucking stupid. Right, I can right. predict. My friend told me once. He's like, "You're really accurate about shit. You should just predict the lottery now. Like you're just say, hey." <laughs> I'm not going to take that gamble. I'd rather take a gamble with Bitcoin. I was about to say, hey, man, Cardano's blowing up. Dude, you want to know how pissed I am right now about that? I had over fucking, um, I had about 2,000 Cardano, right, at uh-huh. 30 cents. Okay. 2,000. I sold it all. Oof. And now I'm like, you motherfucker. See, I'm an idiot. I learned early yeah. when, when I missed Bitcoin. I mean, I, a friend of mine, shout yeah. out to my man, Pianchi. But um, he put me on the Bitcoin 
before it was even like trading, it was yeah. like 10 cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he gave me this flyer and was like, yo, check this out. Yeah. You know, we, you know, I, my background is in yeah. computer science. And, and I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. And I blew it off and I kicked myself ever since. So I bought Cardano and yeah. ate the real low. I, I, um, so like in 2017, I was just like Litecoin and Bitcoin. Mm. And then I sold it because I was like, oh, panic sell. Yeah. And then this time I learned to diversify because like, yeah. like I'm like, I'm buying Cardano. I'm like, I, I go on crypto Twitter. I like to call it. It's, it's like, the, it's the, it's the fucking, it's, that's a mess. Cause that's like, uh, all crazy fucking conspiracy theorists also, which is like you're reading shit and you're like, I just want to know about the fucking like shit that you're like trying to like you're buying. Right. So, you know, and then you find out like all these other things. I'm like, God damn it. Like, I don't, it's very, it's a very dirty place. Crypto Twitter. It but, really is. Yeah. If you're, when you listen to this, y'all be careful, like invest at your own risk. I lost my shirt, man. Yeah. Playing with those ICOs. Yeah, dude. Like uh BitConnect was one big one. Remember that one? Oh yeah. yeah that yeah, was always fun. And, BitConnect. Uh, oh, uh, uh, but even that, you know, uh, the crazy thing is, um, fucking Coinbase is going public. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, and then I, Exodus, Exodus Wallet is going. Exodus Wallet's going to go public too. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I literally went on my Exodus Wallet. And they're like, you can go you get an IPO right now or some shit like that. Wow. Or, so I was like, maybe I'll do that, but I'm I'm not too sure. I think the ones I'm really trying to buy again is Vet. Uh, okay. V chain, V chain, yeah, because that's like three cents right now. Yeah, and well, hopefully, probably more by the time this podcast comes up, or it might be less. Who the fuck knows? Right. And uh, Digibyte was another one I was into too. Okay. Yeah, because those are other. I'm like into like some all the alts. I'm into alts, but I'm also like I keep a I keep the Bitcoin you know as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that's my strategy. The king. Now. Yeah. yeah. I just Bitcoin Defer- ether. Yeah, like even chain link and shit like that. Like I just try to like. I, I kind of like read it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to have this much. This is where I stop. These are my stops. Like, I need 100 of this one. I need like 30 of this nice. one. I need like 10 of this one. And I'm like, nice. now I'm good. That's that's my goals know again. Your limits. Yeah, yeah, know my limits. Um, so, we went to a... It was awesome, actually. This, that was a nice tangent. It was a nice tangent. Because <laughs> I never actually talk about anyone about fucking cryptocurrency on the show. So, it's a real refreshing thing to talk about <laughs> cryptocurrency. And on top of that, it's really good, I think, for filmmakers to really start looking into that. Oh, and absolutely. Because, like, you know, as a filmmaker, you can technically fucking fund your own film if oh, you think about it. Yeah. Like, if you play it smart and you're like, I'm going to make a film in two years, if you give yourself, like, a two-year hold, mm-hmm. or if you if you know how to trade, but I don't recommend trading, I'd recommend holding personally. Yeah. And I'm not trying to give financial advice here either. But, like, if you really think about it, if you, if let's say we you buy fucking, you know, uh, Litecoin at a hundred bucks, right? And mm. you just stack up a hundred bucks for a year, and you buy like how whatever how many it is, and in like two years' time it goes to three hundred dollars. Right. You have a fucking film funded. Funded. Yeah. 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 Like there's definitely there's de- and the, uh, there's a lot of crowdfunding, like even you know um, soliciting yeah your donations in yeah. crypto is smart because it doesn't cost you anything initially, no. and the potential for that return yeah. Is, is, it's huge because it's huge, like yeah. I'm not going to touch that funding because mo- it's all funding money for other things we want to do. Just stack it up and be like, all right, we're cool now. We can do the big thing we want to do. Absolutely. So that's the that's the, really the goal. And I don't know why. I mean, I I understand why because no one probably who listens to the podcast has cryptocurrencies <laughs> besides this guy right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's uh, their loss, my yeah, friend. My yeah, account the- looks lovely. <laughs> 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 my account did look lovely until I sold everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bitcoin. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank. That's the. You no. Know 
thank you, Eduardo, for admitting to thanking Bitcoin. <laughs> so, Eduardo, what else do you have going on? What other plans, other films that you have for this year, hopefully, that you're working on? You know, um, I just landed an agent. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, Tiana I like, Jackson, I like shout that out to little, you. Uh, yeah, you know. Thank you. So, <laughs> Classic. Jackson Agency. So, yeah. you know... The potential's endless now, you yeah. know, to actually enter that. How'd you, how'd you get an agent? Like, did you, how's that work? Because, like, you have to go um, reach out to them or they find you or a bit of both? So, a bit of both. Um, it, it's really about having all of your materials. I mean, it's a business, right? Yeah. So, your brand yeah. is yourself and you have to have reels and mm -hmm. headshots and everything in order to be marketable. So, yeah. when they try and sell you to the studios, you know. Yeah. They can't close a deal. Now, here's another question for you, too, on top of that. Are you trying to get SAG? Are you SAG or are you trying to get SAG? Not yet. That's the next goal. Okay. That's so one goal, goal at a time, basically. Yeah. Not one goal at a time, but one step at a time, in a sense. Yeah. Um, what Even that, too, like, is it is it harder to get... Because you can't do... Can you do a lot... You can't really do a lot of things if you're not SAG, right? Or how's that work in a... I mean, you're it's kind weird, of... weird, right? It's it like... Is, you're kind of relegated to the indie world. Yeah. You know, and it's not a bad thing. You no, know, yeah. There's a lot of really great directors and producers in the yeah. indie film business and i've i've had immense success with that mm -hmm. but um to be able to compete mm -hmm. on a higher scale and you know get some of these major studio deals yeah. they're only looking at sag yeah actors. and even even that too but like even someone like you who's an indie uh actor how do you get on a sag set to get the sag card you know what i mean like that's the that's, that's the that's uh a difficult thing. that's I'm, a difficult thing i'm hoping that with this agent yeah that that my stars will align and yeah. it'll happen. I, I met one person once a long time ago, and they're on the set of Mona Lisa Smiles. And I know the rule is to get your SAG card, you have to have the speaking line has to be in the film. Mm -hmm. His he had a speaking line, it got cut. And he couldn't get a SAG card. Awful. So or you, I think you can be like background yeah. in three SAG films or something. But I would rather get my SAG card yeah. because. They chose me yeah. as a lead, and and boom. Yeah, there you go. Girls, you know, yeah. So. And then, um, do you have been doing a lot more things? Have you? Are you well, because LA's locked down. Is it tougher now for LA stuff, or to go to LA to do stuff there too? It has. Um, you know, I was there uh, in November last. That was the mm -hmm. last time I was there, and like COVID just was like yeah. running rampant, and even what I got booked. For, to do there got canceled yeah. so it, i mean it's just a difficult time yeah. and it's more remote now everything zoom mm -hmm. and so uh you just adapt but um it's it's gonna open back up again yeah hopefully by the time this episode is aired it's opened up that's what i'm hoping that'd be great but that'd be that'd be awesome and i'd be really happy for everyone because <laughs> i can go now to california again and be oh. like yeah this is really nice i love california uh, like we've been trying me and my fiance have been talking about going on like you know a vacation Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we want to go to California. And it's like, well, we can't really go to California. There's nothing really open. Yeah. Like, hey, I, I want to go to Six Flags. I mean, I want to go to Six Flags. I haven't gone there. I've been here for like eight years almost, or maybe eight years by the time this episode's out. I haven't gone to Six Flags yet. And Six Flags is nice. I, I know. have been there. Yeah. I've, yeah. Very nice. I, I like roller coasters. That's my thing. I, oh, what's your favorite What's your favorite roller coaster? Oh, so... um. There was one at Paramount Studios, and it was like that, all wooden. It's is, in South Carolina. Okay, yeah. And uh, I forget the name of it, but it was it totally wooden. It's yeah. like the largest wooden oh, roller coaster in um, the United States. Awesome. Oh my gosh. So fast. I forget the name of it, but I'll look it up. Pa Paramount Studio. Uh, Paramount Studios. Paramount. Uh, Paramount. 
the amusement park. Amusement park. That's owned by Paramount, right? Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember seeing like some videos where they're like talking about the Tomb Raider ride at Paramount yeah, yeah, theme yeah. park. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. I just happened to be like on this, like we were visiting. Uh, yeah. HBCUs. Yeah. And That's cool. Boom. That's shit, man. I, my favorite is uh, not Nitro in Six Flags Great Adventure. Oh, um, probably I think I'd have to say. El Toro was a pretty good one. Six oh, Flags, El Toro, right? Yeah, yeah, that's in Six Flags. That's the one that with the loops, right? Uh, no, no loops. It's a wooden roller coaster as well. Okay, Which it's in Six Flags Great Adventure. What's the one where you're strapped in, standing, and, and it does the loops? Oh my god, um, I don't know. Uh, Medusa, or what's called Medusa now? It's called Bizarro. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, because there's there's one also. There's another one, Dorney Park, that was called Hydra. Okay, and you start out literally in a corkscrew. So they take your picture upside down, then they like take it. At the end, right side up. Dope. It was, yeah. That was a pretty fun Not one. Not bad. Not I don't bad. know if it's still, hopefully it's still around. Um, so, we got off subject for a second. Yeah, I know. We, are we going to talk about film? Yeah. What do you do again? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? No. <laughs> um, so, okay, so you said 2020, what other goals? You're trying to get, you got the agent. You got the, you're trying to get the sad card next get now. Sad card, yeah. That's, that's the next, next goal. That's the next goal. So, what's the other goal? What other goals do you have? So, um... <clears throat> Things have just been falling in line. Like I wanted to produce and, yeah. you know, direct my own film. Okay. So that's happening now with Forever. Okay. Oh, um, you're directing. You're not. Well, well, I don't really take the credit. Yeah. But the vision and adaptation of the script, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I was able to contribute towards. Okay. Um, so I kind of like screenwriter more or less. Yeah. 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 So it's been uh, an effort to put my fingerprints on things and, yeah. and and move outside of just an acting. Yeah. Role. Nice. Um, so, um, I'd like to do that. Uh, I really want to, um, establish myself in other regions, uh, mm-hmm. Atlanta, Okay. you know, New York. Yeah. I'm trying really to branch out and, and yeah, yeah. see what's going on outside of Vegas. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, that's a smart move. Cause you know, you have those opportunities, especially in Atlanta yeah. and New York, New York, more of theater, but theater. they still have, a, they have a really good film area there too and you know what's funny is i yeah i really want to challenge myself because i've never done theater and okay like, like that's a whole nother world. oh wow okay and, that's a good um, challenge and yeah. i want it you yeah. know i, I don't want to stray from it there's a, a acting friend of mine who is always touting yeah how important it is to be a theater actor theater actor interesting so i'm like i'm not scared bro I'm, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i got this so yeah, that's probably next. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I, I hope. I uh, hopefully theaters open up then, so yeah, you can, you're yeah. able to do that. And I hope that's checked off your bucket list by the time we have you on the show again. Boom. So now, anything else before we go into the next half of the show? Anything else that's in the pipeline? Any other things that you're trying to uh, work let's on? Let's see. Uh, I got. Actually, I, I I landed a feature. It's it's with, with the People's Team. Okay, what it's feature called, is that? It's called Taboo Three, and this okay. is actually distributed on um, Tubi and Roku. Yeah, I know they're working to get it on. When, when's Netflix. that come? When's that started filming? So we're going to start filming that on the twentieth of February. Of February. Nice. And then um, I know they're in. They're in. Sorry to cut you off. They're in uh, Madison or like some. Yeah, yeah. yeah shooting that shoot, lifetime yeah. film. Yeah. So um, definitely looking forward to that. And then I have. Forever on the 28th, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine, she's um, a dear friend, she yeah. was the first to give me um, an opportunity in a, a short student film. Nice. Her name's Darlene. 
Fanny okay. Hernandez, shout out to you, my dear. And uh, we're shooting her um, final thesis project. Awesome. No <laughs> pressures. No, no pressure. pressure. Yeah. Right, right. So I got your back, girl. We're going to do something big. That's awesome. You have some awesome things in the pipeline. Yeah. That's very exciting. And then, um, so let's get on to the next part of this podcast. Boom. Are you ready for this? I'm always ready. All right. Yeah. Now, this is where we have an open discussion about the film community in Las Vegas. Usually, if you're from Las Vegas, we talk about the. Or, in, obviously from Las Vegas, in Las Vegas, we talk about the film community here, the strengths, the weaknesses, and what can we do to improve the film community. Mm. So it's an open discussion, open forum, all through your opinions. Okay. And I throw mine in there as well. So I don't force anyone on the show to say anything they don't want to. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. And you can plead the fifth also if you don't want to say anything as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to say as well. So let's start with the positives in life, the strengths of the Las Vegas film community that you see through your eyes. The positives is that there's so much untapped potential. Okay. And everyone is so creative. Like I've encountered so many yeah. really talented actors and directors and everyone's willing. Well, I, I won't say everyone, <laughs> but people that are willing to work yeah. and collaborate together yeah. here, which is cool. It, it's, it's funny. Cause I like to, I hear that a lot. I've been hearing that a lot lately. And I also like to say like, you know, there is an untapped potential. I agree with you. Yeah. But the problem is, here's the word we go. I'm going to sway into the weaknesses real quick. Is that a lot? I feel like, and this might not be completely, this might be completely true, but I, no one's, you know, told me, no, you're wrong. Uh -huh. But like a lot of people bring in crews from, you know, Outside, other state. Yeah. And you're not really giving the untapped potential in the crew field to us people in Vegas as well. And I feel like that's not really like, you know, if you're trying to build a community, why aren't we using our people? Yeah. And that's my question. I don't know about how it is for acting. If they're bringing in actors from other states as well, they I don't know if they fully are, but I guess depending on the project or whatever it is, I don't know. You but, know, it, what it boils down to yeah. is money, right? And you yeah. know when <clears throat> when you have a budget and you're expected to bring back a return, you're going to go with who you trust. Yeah, that's true. You know, so um like I don't fault people for that, but um there's you know some there's some production companies here that aren't inclusive at all you know yeah. they'll have entire uh big budget shoots and there won't be any black actors on it at all yeah you know and um I, i've seen that pretty consistently with a few of these production companies out yeah. here um and that is a negative definitely yeah um but the emergence of teams like the peoples yeah. and hassani is another one yeah you know, um, production teams that are willing to bring in some diverse talent mm -hmm. and really look to the community first yeah. before going outside. You know, I've been lucky to fall yeah. in, into these circles. And even another thing with the untapped potential, too, is I, I like to say this for actors mostly. It's like, you know, if you take a pie graph, right, there's about... I say 90, but now I say 80 to 90% of actors who think they can act mm -hmm. and they can't act. And I think that's what gives Vegas the bad name. And then there's the other 20 to 10 to 20%, sorry, 10 to 20% that can act and aren't getting anything. And, they aren't getting anything. and that's yeah. where the untapped potential goes back to that right. too. I mean, it's the market, yeah. right? You know, it, how do you, how do you gain exposure yeah. uh, in a market that really isn't, looking Tapped, at yeah you know so yeah. it, it's it's just the nature of the beast you know we're all trying to make yeah. our way through this process and i have to say yeah. um my man bz i don't know if you know bz colors 
No, I do not. Okay, he's a, a really talented voice actor, and mm-hmm. also um, did a, a Green Lantern. Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about now. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he's been like instrumental. Like he's been. It's it's really about finding a network of people who are willing to support yeah. and collaborate with you, and he's been instrumental. So I, when I was thinking about upcoming projects, yeah, that, that's are you in mind. the. Are you in the sequel to that Green Lantern thing? Well, he's actually um, adapting a um, uh, a Black Panther. It's like it has Black Panther, Blade. Okay. Um, all these other actors. Uh, Luke Cage. Okay, yeah. So um, all of these characters. And I'm bringing to life a character named Dr. Voodoo or Brother okay. Voodoo. Yeah. Um, so th- that's a really exciting project. That's, oh, okay. So th- I'm looking forward to that. I, I should have put that's that a there. comic book one. Do you, comic book do you one, like yeah. comic book movies? So, because <laughs> <laughs> you got me with Star Wars, we're like, I don't like Star Wars. Yeah, I'm not really into Star Wars, but I do like comic book movies. <laughs> all right, all right. Black Panther was dope. You know yeah. the Marvel yeah universe. So I'm, I'm I'm definitely okay. Like so right, this just, is cool. Just making sure. Just making <laughs> super cool. Yeah, I know what's going on this time. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, did you watch WandaVision yet? I haven't. Oh, you should definitely watch it. It's really good. It's actually one. It's one show I actually press the rewind button a lot on. Interesting. Because there's a lot of things I feel like I missed, and I have to like go back. I'm like, wait, did that happen? So Dope. highly recommend. Uh, what other strengths do you see in the community? Um, you know, especially now with COVID, people have been really been able to adapt and yeah, and and change up their uh, their strategies. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because. Even even looking at that earlier, you know, when COVID first started, too, uh, you know, fucking no one knew what the fuck to do, I feel like. Right. Everyone was twiddling their thumbs, yeah. right? But they, they've adapted, and, yeah. and projects are still coming out, so I applaud the community for yeah. that, definitely. I, I have to applaud the community for that as well. I, I agree with you there. Uh, other, other uh, Any other strengths? Uh, you know, um, communication has been really good, you know. Okay. That uh, there's a group on Facebook that we're all in, the Las Vegas actors yeah. group. That's been really helpful for me. Mm. Um, but you know, it kind of sucks because there was a lot of mixers and things going yeah. on that was helped to bolster the community. <laughs> <Yeah>. and- <laughs> I have a problem. I have. I feel like I have a problem with mixers because I feel like whenever I saw pictures of people at mixers, mm-hmm. it's always the same people. It's always the same people, and yeah. it's like no. And it's always on a <laughs> random ass day where like I'm like. Are these when only these people are free? Because like, I'm like I have work at 4 a.m. Like you can't make the mixer. <laughs> Can we get someone? Like at six or yeah. seven? Like you know something where I'm kind of slow. You know something. I don't know. You know, for me, I mean, it's all new. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's true. You're you're uh, you're you're uh, you know baby fawn. Yeah, exactly. So everything's exciting <laughs> yeah. for me. I'm like, oh wow, that's great. No, I'm gonna like by the end of this podcast, you'll be like so jaded with the fuck. Yeah, I know. At the end, I'm like, damn, he's right, damn. (laughs) Yeah, I I try not to focus on the negative. To be honest, man, I just have my goals and pursue them. It's understandable, but the 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 reason why I asked the question about the strengths and the weaknesses and all that stuff is because it's it's about trying to grow the community and trying to make the community better. Because if we if we're all seeing the same like weaknesses. Then we obviously know there's a problem there's with a problem. that. Agreed. And if we and the funny like if people have said the same weaknesses, why aren't we fixing this weaknesses? You know, what I mean, like I'm I'm not trying to be Jesus Christ here and like you know save everyone. I'm trying to be like John the Baptist. I'd like to say I know I'm getting really fucking political uh, biblical here, <laughs> and I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for this. But I've said this to a few people. I'm like I'm trying to like 
like lead you guys like hey like let's get to where I don't want to have that pressure like, where I have to save I everyone. Like, I agree. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a difficult thing, you know. Um, when you look at these major markets, yeah. I mean, they have they have the infrastructure, they have yeah. the budgets. Yeah, they have everything. They have everything they need. You and, know? and that's the thing too. Like, no, you know, there's only so much I can put the free into freelance for someone. You right, know what I mean? Right. And like. We're, and that's one of the negatives yeah. that I do notice. I, I agree with you, and that yeah. that's that's huge. You know, like the, people don't want to acknowledge. I mean, the time that it takes to develop this craft to become yeah. an actor, a working actor, takes investment. Yeah, you know, and for you to just be like, "Uh, I give you copy credit." Yeah, I'm like, I can't afford to do that. Yeah. Like, it, it costs me money to get here. Like, at least respect the fact that I've like give me twenty five bucks for like, gas. Like, give something. me gas. Yeah. Right, like, like something. Like something. even I, I've been saying this too lately, like to people, like you know, just give me installments. Like, what's wrong with giving me ten dollars a week for like five weeks, whatever it is? You know, what I mean, just right. something for my time. Right. You know, anything in that nature, and even like, you know, it's also what I love the grandiose ideas of from people that are like, we're gonna go on Netflix, and it's like, <laughs> I just like look, I I, I I just look down and I go. Oh. I try and stay away from people with. Those grandiose, Those grandiose, yeah, ideas, yeah, because it's you know. like let's shoot with this and that, and it's like, and it never, and it never comes never together. Comes, you know, yeah. I'd rather work with someone who's um, ready to stay the course, yeah. you know, and and put in the effort um, to create, yeah, something, and and even if it doesn't have major distribution, that just that you're gonna follow through and finish, yeah. Like one of the major negatives mm -hmm. that I've seen here is yeah. that. Films die in post. Yes, and that's what I was going to tell you. Uh, that's what I wanted to save for later when we talked about that earlier. Yeah. All you see here is trailers. Trailer this, trailer that, trailer this, and nothing, trailer, and nothing ever happens. And it's funny. I haven't said that in a long time, but you mentioned that, and that's like I think the first time in a long time someone actually mentioned that besides me. And I and it's a hundred percent true. I mean, like you know, we see this movie like, oh wow, this looks good, and then it's like, where is it? Where three years later down right. the road, yeah. And it's really insulting. I mean, as an actor, yeah, to memorize all that shit. Even as a camera person who shot right, it, right? Everyone, yeah. all like, everyone involved, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't come out. Yeah, it's, it's a insulting. slap in the face. I feel like it's yeah, like I agree. even it, 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 like yeah. I'm, there's like a project that I'm still waiting for the, the see the movie, but mm -hmm. like it's just dead in. It's like dead in post. It's it's it, it's infuriating. I mean, there was a, a project I worked on and. The director actually had the nerve to tell us this probably isn't going to come out, but you know. And I'm like, then why am I here? Why am I here? Yeah. Well, like, why are you wasting my time? Yeah. And it's like people um, have their own like um, fantasies that they want to live out at other people's expense, and it's, it's so it's, it's so weird. It's weird. It's like, I, just, I, I can't stand it. Like, I would love to like know how many actual like short films. Mm -hmm. To trailers come out a year and like you know the ratio of like what dies in post to what doesn't die in post. Right. Like, I would love to know that I number. What those numbers are. Yeah, I would. You know, what? maybe I'll just do that like one day. Like just really, if I'm really bored, to start like this came out, this thing came out. Like just. I'm sure it's pretty high. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm really curious to see that. If anyone's listening who would like to do that number for me and not me, <laughs> and so, so he doesn't have to do it. Yeah, because I'm a little lazy. <laughs> um, any other weaknesses that you've seen? Uh, you know, like I said. That, I know I'm you're a really, positive person, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really looking yeah, yeah. for them. Yeah, not, but, but, but have you, like, not. Like, I know you're not looking for them, but what like has it, jumped out? To yeah, you? jumped out to you. Um, 
really, if I could narrow it down, it would be um, the lack of inclusivity for these major productions that are yeah. here. That drives me crazy. And, yeah. um, and just the films dying in post. Just yeah. those two those things. Those two things, yeah. Just... Let me ask you this now. This is something I've always said, and people brought it up who don't listen to the podcast. It's funny. Like, we st- when I started this, I said, you know, Las Vegas is clicky. Mm-hmm. And oh. other people and people have said that too, and they didn't listen to the podcast. So, I, like, do you agree with that, or do you disagree? And I totally understand where you're coming from. I, no. So, think your words. You're trying I, I, to think your words. Trying to think my words. Yeah, carefully. I know. <laughs> it's it's okay. You can plead the fifth if you just agree with me as well. Well, there is some truth to it. And yeah, I, I think that it's it resonates around the fact that people work with who yeah. they trust. Yeah. You know? Um, so I get it, but um, it shouldn't it shouldn't influence you to exclude mm-hmm. other talented actors or camera yeah. p- crew like anyone, yeah, anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like you should, everyone should have a fair shake. Yeah, um, and it doesn't always happen. So yeah, there are these clicks. I think that might just be the nature of yeah humanity it's, it's itself. The nature, yeah, it is the nature of humanity because it's not just. I know I've. I found out recently, well, I've probably known this recently, it's more or less everywhere, not just Vegas itself. Yeah, that's so, just how it is, yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been fortunate mm-hmm. um, that I've been able to build rapport and yeah. establish, you know, relationships yeah. with a majority of the community, and, and they've been accepted mm-hmm. of me. So um, I haven't really encountered too much of the clickiness. Yeah. But you, you've heard about I've it. I've heard of it. The yeah. rumble thing. Yeah. Um, so what do you think though we can do to improve or get to the next level as a community, as a film community? Um, it's, it's going to take commitment from everyone, especially yeah. these major production studios mm-hmm. that are here Yeah, to um, open up the doors to everyone because yeah. that's who's really, con- they're the gatekeepers, right? They're mm-hmm. the ones who are controlling Who's being seen? Who's not being seen? Yeah. Um, films are only as good as they relate to the viewer. Yeah. And like I said in the beginning, when you can't see yourself, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't have the same level of impact. Yeah. You know. So what I'm hoping is that um, these production studios will realize that, yeah. realize that the market is much. Uh, bigger than um, what they've relegated it to. Yeah. And, okay. and start to bring in more talent. I, I think also, you know, this kind of goes back to what I like to say too. And like even the, even the production studio now, you, you mentioned that too. Like they see Vegas as Vegas. They don't see Vegas as the suburbs or as like the Mount Charleston's or the Red Rock. They see it as the strip, as a strip. parties. Even like you know, like local films here, like you know, I don't think the thing that's gonna break the glass ceiling for Vegas is a horror film, or a fucking you know party movie or something with the strip in the background. I always like to say, say it all the time. Moonlight. I use this as the example. Moonlight is a great movie. I love Moonlight, mm. but Moonlight which is takes place in Miami. Yeah, and I didn't know that, so I'm like, that doesn't feel like Miami to me. We're you know, it just feels like a place. It can right. be anywhere. And that's where I think Vegas needs to go with a place where it feels like more like come to anyone 
middle class, you know, blue collar, white collar, whoever it is, but like they, you know, shoot it in the burbs, shoot the burbs, show me something else. Give me something more other than um, the strip. Yeah. Give me, yeah give so me, much more. Give me here. emotional, like more emotionally driven stories and like not about partying and fucking horror films. And I'm, I'm I like, casinos. Uh, yeah, casinos, anything of that nature. Give me something more human. Yeah. That's what I want. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I would implore yeah. all of the creatives here in Vegas to take that advice and, create something outside of the norm yeah you know i think that's what it's really going to take is for someone to finally have enough yeah of this status quo and yeah i agree make something new any other any anything else that you think can get us to the next level john demarco i think that we have thoroughly <laughs> beat this horse <laughs> all right so last two questions then for you all right all right last two questions first one is what is your social what is your social media my social media uh, Eduardo Robinson official is mm-hmm. IG and it's all spelled properly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing too fancy. Nothing fancy. No, no threes or uh, no all, like, underscores, no, underscores and, dots. And, no. Just Eduardo <laughs> right. Robinson official. And it's a U. E-D-U-A-R-D-O. No W's. <laughs> so frustrating. Um, and then my Facebook is just Eduardo Robinson. Website's Eduardo Robinson. Easy. Easy stuff. Everything's easy. Just name, guys. Just the name. Yeah, First and last. Name. And, and then you add an official to one of them. Exactly. So there you go. And then the last question for you is, you've been dropping nuggets all day, sir. <laughs> give us that last life film, whatever type of golden nugget you want to give. Maybe a Bitcoin one. Who the fuck knows? Hey. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, um, I'm, a, I'm an executive. So I do consulting on okay. the side, you know. And uh, the company that I have interest in is called Screams. And mm-hmm. we have a a standalone generator that allows you to create your own energy. Oh. And it's off-grid. It's an amazing device. And it's uh, <clears throat> going to open up energy markets. This is a very interesting nugget here. <laughs> yeah, this is a, it's, it's a really interesting <laughs> things that I'm doing. But um, the reason I bring it up is because um, energy poverty mm. is, is really limiting yeah. the growth of the world in general, um, and it relates to what we're discussing about um, inclusive inclusivity yeah. and, and broadening yeah. the, the community here in Vegas. Um, you're only going to be able to um, affect change when you operate outside of the normal circles that you find yourself mm-hmm. in. So don't be afraid to challenge yourself and challenge others yeah. to affect that change. Perfect. Boom. There you go. That was the golden nugget of the day, guys. Of the day. Of the day. You can't get better than that. Eduardo, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was a pleasure meeting you for the first time, yeah, getting man. to know you for the first time, and really you know, understanding who you are as a person and you know, learning about your journey. And find, you know, I found it interesting. I love all my guests. I love them coming on the show and learning about them. And I, it always excites me whenever I have someone on the show. Uh, again, thank you. And again, guys, thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe to the podcast. We are on Spotify, Overcast, TuneIn Radio, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're, we're on it probably. And I can't do this without my frame chasers, and I'm just trying to bring knowledge to all you listeners out there. And I hope you're getting some great, viable information and learning something from it because we all have a story and we all go through things at the same time or at different times. I hope that the people on the show keep inspiring you to chase those frames. Again, guys, thank you again. 
Again, guys, thank you again. That makes no fucking sense. Okay, guys, <laughs> we're out. Thank you again. Have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great month. Have a great year. Hopefully, we'll catch you next Wednesday on Chasing the Frame. Peace, geese. Peace. Let's go. This is the Chasing the Frame podcast, where we interview people in the TV and film industry, talking about their journey, how they got to where they are today. We do this podcast for the frame chasers. This is for those in the film industry, going hard. Let them know who we are. Frame chasers. We're, we're not chasing the fame. No, no. Tell them what we do. Chasing the Frame. This is the Chasing the Frame podcast with your host, John DeMarco. Let, let, let.